The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So when Cody Battershill, a Calgary-based realtor and founder of Canada Action, a pro-oil sands advocacy group, heard that Greta Thunberg was coming to Alberta, he thought it would be a, a great opportunity for her to learn. Cody joins us now. Hi, Cody. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, first off, um, did you watch any of that rally? You know, I watched a little bit, but I was also watching the uh, press conference from the Indian Resource Council <laughs> because they were talking about perhaps some in, uh, Indigenous misrepresentation by Climate Justice Edmonton, and they wanted to highlight the fact that there are many Indigenous communities that are pro-oil and gas, pro-pipeline. I was uh, I was surprised uh, watching uh, this rally today, and I think it started around noon, and I was uh, surprised at the number of the Indigenous uh, climate change uh, activists um, who were spoken, who were speaking, and who were taking a really, really, really tough line, tough stance, tough words uh, about the uh, Alberta energy um, uh, the industry. Um, mm-hmm. Did that surprise you? Because I've been hearing, and, and we know this, Cody. Cody, we've 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 talked with um, First Nations uh, in Alberta and across the country who are interested in being a part of 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 this conversation about the pipeline conversation and about TMX. So were, were you? surprised too? Well, you know, I mean, I think we have to always remember that there's two sides. Um, Not everyone agrees and not everyone's against. And really where we get off the rails is when, you know, these groups like Climate Justice Edmonton or Greenpeace talk about Indigenous rights without acknowledging that there's any Indigenous communities that are in support. On Trans Mountain, for example, you have 48 out of 51 communities on the route that have signed mutual benefit agreements. So if we are going to talk about Indigenous rights, let's talk about the the, the the input from all communities and try to find a pathway forward. I actually found that Greta's speech was much more tempered than um, any of the other speeches today. You know, and I think that Greta's got a lot of passion and she's very concerned. Really, it's an opportunity coming to Alberta to visit a jurisdiction where, for example, we've been the only top 10 oil exporter in the world with carbon pricing since 2007. We've got Western Canada's largest wind farm, mm-hmm. Canada's first wind farm in 94, future home to Canada's largest solar installation. And as a country, we are taking action. Uh, we are punching above our weight to reduce emissions, invest in technology, while still responsibly producing the resources that every single person who is listening right now and who was at that march today depends on. I'm hopeful that um, there has been some sort of conversation uh, with her, you know, pointing out uh, a number of the the topics, a number of the the highlights in the Alberta energy sector that you that you outlined in your in your opinion piece. Uh, I'm not sure if that's happening. I think uh, Mayor Iveson and uh, Rachel Notley had both, you know, reached out saying that they had wanted to talk to her. Maybe maybe that might have been an opportunity to do some highlighting of these things. But that was really an important piece of this for you, or maybe the, the most important piece was that she was going to learn something instead of just hearing one side. Absolutely. And when celebrities, whether it's Leonardo DiCaprio mm. or Greta Thunberg, come to Alberta, it's an opportunity to educate and it's an opportunity to find some common ground. For too long, we have been told inaccurately with a lot of fear and misinformation that we are um, not leading on the environment, we are not leading on partnerships with Indigenous communities, and we are a laggard in the world. And that is all absolutely false. 
When you look at what industry is doing, I mean, the oil and gas industry in Canada is the largest spender on environmental protection and clean technology, and Canada ranks fourth in the world. There's so many good news stories, and if it doesn't come from Canada, the hard, cold facts today is that it's going to come from another country, often with weaker standards. That's why we need to get off of importing oil and we need to get our energy to the world. And you know what, Cody, I was going to bring that up. I mean, if Alberta oil is not there, I mean, and we're bringing it in and we continue to bring it in from countries that have, as you mentioned it, and this was a quote from your from your piece, a horrendous environmental and human rights records. That is a fact. It is, it is a fact. And so when you look at the world's top 10 exporters and you start talking about the Women, Peace and Security Index or the Social Progress Index or the Environmental Sustainability Index or how countries rank on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals or democracy or freedom of the press or whatever you want to use as your metric, Canada is the clear leader every time and often we are a leader by a mile. There's so many mes- misconceptions though about um, this province and our and, and about our energy sector isn't there? I mean for the longest time we, we heard the word you know tar sands that sort of said instead of oil sands and um, just um, you know the belief that is out there and how do, how do we combat that Cody? Well I think first and foremost we need to Always be positive, respectful, and nonpartisan because it doesn't matter who you vote for. The mm-hmm. facts are the facts. And we all win when we support Canadian jobs and Canadian families and Canadian resources. We should, in fact, be proud of our people and our record. And we need to get back to balance. And that includes calling out misrepresentation by various anti-pipeline groups that are ignoring Alaskan oil tankers on the West Coast, Saudi oil tankers on the East Coast, while they try to shut down the only top oil exporter from reaching international markets with a clear demonstrated track record of taking climate action. That does not reconcile with what they say, what these groups say about their stated goals and values. So we need to get back to balance and we need to be proactive as Canadians, as Albertans, in being proud again, of our people, our record, and our resources. Cody, um, can we find uh, a middle on on this issue? I mean, I'm, the fact of the matter is, is I don't, I, you know, I, I personally believe that sooner or later, and, and we are starting to see it in this province, and again, you highlighted in, in uh, your opinion piece, um, I mean, eventually there has to be a transition, but I think it would be asinine to leave that amount of resource in the ground, um, you know, a, a resource that has been fueling uh, this province and this country for so many years. But is there a way uh, for both sides to, to move forward and say, okay, eventually the the trans- transition is likely going to have to happen. How do we do that? Yeah, I think there absolutely is, and that's where our investments in clean technology, our investments in reducing emissions. When you look at the IPCC report, it talks a lot about a lower carbon economy and a and lower carbon future. It does not specifically talk and focus and fixate on getting off fossil fuels in one or two or five or ten no. years. And so when you look at a lower carbon future, you look at some of these SEG-D projects now where they're producing oil sands well below the global average. And I have to also say, we don't even know what the true emissions are from a lot of these other countries because they're not transparent, they're not open, they're not well-regulated, and they have no interest in in sharing that data. So, you know, we do have to look at the global big picture. Finding that middle road, I mean, we look at people with sort of a more extreme viewpoint of keep it in the ground and every time Alberta or, or, or our energy industry has jumped through one of those hoops, 
we still see this never-ending uh, protest and blockade against our pipeline projects. Those people need to be reasonable, and they tend to be, with when you look at polls, they tend to be more of a vocal minority. So the, really the everyday Canadians that are in this majority that want to be reasonable and want to be balanced, we care about the environment, we also, and we also are focused in caring about the economy. That's where we have to get back to. It's an and conversation. <laughs> uh, is, it po- <laughs> is it possible though, Cody? I mean, well, it's... I, th- I think it is. I mean, we have got a majority of Canadian premiers that support Trans Mountain. We've got a lot of Canadians from across the country, Ontario, Quebec, the Atlantic provinces, BC, you know, proudly wearing their shirts, whether it's the family farm or wind or oil and gas, standing up for our resource sector and trying to get away from that com- combative, uh, uh, extremist sort of viewpoint that is not technologically feasible today. So I think we've got to continue to be diplomatic. We've got to continue. Uh, but at the same time, we, we, we should not be a punching bag. Uh, agreed on that one, uh, Cody. Cody Battershall joining me this afternoon. He is uh, the founder of Canada Action, a pro-oil sound, uh, oil sands advocacy group. Uh, you can check out his column in the Calgary Herald. Cody, thanks for joining me this afternoon. It's absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, take care now. Again, the article is called Thunberg's Visit to Alberta Should Be Very Educational for Her. And uh, he highlights a number of things, of course, that we are doing right in this province. Uh, can a balance be had? I hope so, because I do believe that, um, uh, that there is um, a climate issue. That, that climate, I believe that climate change is happening, but I also believe in the oil sector and our energy sector in this province, and I do believe it would be just foolish to, to walk away from it. I mean, that is just, that is just uh, asinine.